0: Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. Today's poem is by Thomas Hardy, an English novelist and poet who lived from June of 1840 until January of 1928. You probably know him for novels like Far From the Madding Crowd, The Mayor of Casterbridge, Tess of the Durblevilles, and Jude the Obscure. But he is also one of the more influential poets of the 19th and 20th centuries, and influenced people like W. H. Auden and Philip Larkin and Ezra Pound and many others. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called The Darkling Thrush. Very, uh, very famous poem that Thomas Hardy wrote. It goes like this. I leant upon a coppice gate when frost was spectre gray, and winter's dregs made desolate the weakening eye of day. The tangled bind stems scored the sky like strings of broken lyres, and all mankind that hunted nigh had sought their household fires. The land's sharp features seemed to be the century's corpse outlent. His crypt, the cloudy canopy, the wind, his death lament. The ancient pulse of germ and birth was shrunken hard and dry, and every spirit upon earth seemed fervorless as I. At once a voice arose among the bleak twigs overhead in a full-hearted even song of joy illimited. An aged thrush, frail, gaunt, and small, in blast-beruffled plume, had chosen thus to fling his soul upon the growing gloom. So little cause for carolings of such ecstatic sound was written on terrestrial things, afar or nigh around, that I could think there trembled through his happy good night air— some blessed hope whereof he knew and i was unaware so the darkling thrush was originally published on december 29th of 1900 in a magazine called the graphic and it was originally called by the century's deathbed it was published later in the london times and apparently he uh, had written it in 1899 So he's writing that after most of his most popular novels had been published. I believe Jude the Obscure was the latest one of of that kind of uh, core tech, core canon that he wrote. And that was 1895. So here he is after all those novels at the beginning of a new century. uh, Looking ahead to what would certainly be a very bleak century. His career well established, uh, the evening of his life at hand. And he writes this poem. And back on this day in 2009, so December 28th, 2009, Carol Rumens wrote about this poem in her column, Poem of the Week, for The Guardian at theguardian.com. You can Google it if you want to read the whole article. But I, I've done this a few times here and there on the podcast. I wanted to share what she had to say about this and then commend her essays to you and, and suggest you go read her column. I want to read two paragraphs in particular because they are um, efficient in their description and exploration of this poem and uh, suit a brief podcast quite well. So she writes, quote, It is one of Hardy's most lyrical poems, musical in execution, metaphor, theme, and even title. The Keatsian word darkling simply means in the dark, but it has the sound of a preludial shimmer of birdsong. Visually, too, it prepares us for the image of the Aged, thrushed, frail, gaunt, and small, in blast, berufled plume. Another use of the ling suffix is to produce a diminutive of a noun, as in gosling, duckling, sapling, etc. And though this isn't what is happening etymologically in darkling, we pick up a distant sense of it, and therefore of the bird's littleness and exposedness in his bare tree. And then a paragraph just ahead. Hardy's thrush, of course, belongs to the Romantic tradition, in which birds seem to express emotion in songs that have human significance. Modern readers interpret birdsong differently. We know the ecstatic carolings to be territorially possessive, as mundane as estate agents sold signs. Today's ornithologically minded poets content themselves with more descriptive responses, though birds have never yet gone out of poetic fashion. End quote. Again, I, I recommend you go check out her whole article. She gets into quite a quite a bit of the the word choice and the structure, the syntax, the the, the choices that Thomas Hardy is making. And of course, in this poem, at the beginning, we get this bleak winter landscape. Um, it's dusk. There's not a lot of energy there. It's melancholy. But then the bird appears, and something changes. And in the end. The bird suggests there's, quote, some blessed hope whereof he knew and I was unaware, end quote. And I find that line fascinating as we think about going into a new year as Hardy must have there in 1899 going into the new century. Because on the one hand, it's hopeful. There is a hope out there that I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, but it certainly could be good. On the other hand, I don't know that hope and so that leaves that returns us I suppose, to that sense of melancholy it leaves the poem open-ended and full of questions even as it has the suggestion of of hope uh, so uh, something that many great poems do of course so once more here is uh is a good end of year poem for you the darkling thrush by thomas hardy I leant upon a coppice gate when frost was spectre-gray, and winter's dregs made desolate the weakening eye of day. The tangled bind-stems scored the sky like strings of broken lyres, and all mankind that haunted nigh had sought the household fires. The land's sharp features seemed to be the century's corpse, outlent. His crypt, the cloudy canopy, the wind his death lament. The ancient pulse of germ and birth was and hard and dry, and every spirit upon earth seemed fervorless as I. At once a voice arose among the bleak twigs overhead in a full-hearted, even song of joy illimited. An aged thrush, frail, gaunt, and small, in blast-beruffled plume, had chosen thus to fling his soul upon the growing gloom so little cause for carolings of such ecstatic sound was written on terrestrial things, afar or nigh around, that I could think there trembled through his happy goodnight air some blessed hope whereof he knew and I was unaware. This has been The Daily Poem, which is produced by Goldberry Studios. Post-production is by Logan Green, and I'm David Kern. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back with another poem for you tomorrow.